Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I hope everyone is well, staying healthy. I hope that if you're sick with the coronavirus or any other illness, that you're taking care of yourself, being kind and compassionate with others, and doing what you need in these moments and in this time of uncertainty. I appreciate your tuning in week after week. I so appreciate your willingness to be here with me through some of this really hard stuff, whatever it might be, but right now it's the coronavirus. I am trying not to focus too much on that with the podcast other than sort of making a mention of it, recognizing that it's happening, but I didn't want the podcast to turn into a coronavirus podcast. I'm still posting fun stuff on social media. Some of it's fun, some of it's promotional for the podcast. You can find us at Woman Warriors on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us there. You can also sign up for my newsletter through progressioncounseling.com. I give a monthly update on the episodes as well as other stuff that's happening in my life and in the world and in my business. You will also get my monthly blog as a therapist, hopefully giving you some tips on how to manage the stress and anxiety that is so present right now. If you go to progressioncounseling.com or womanwarriors.com, at the bottom of the page, there is a form to fill out to sign up for the newsletter. You can also sign up for my free guide to meditation. So if you are a woman who struggles with meditating or you feel like you're one of those people, I just can't meditate. I have a guide for you. You can sign up at womanwarriors.com or progressioncounseling.com. At the top of the page, there is a link to get your free guide to help you get started meditating or help you create a meditation practice. I also offer a bonus guide of bringing more mindfulness into your daily life so you can get both of those for free. Check it out on my website. And so, as I said, I am trying to keep the podcast on topic for women warriors, things that you're struggling with, what other people have struggled with, and how to create some healing and become fully that woman warrior self that you want to be. But it is hard. It is stressful. Right now, uh, in Maryland, The coronavirus cases are increasing. Um, I find that I am carrying an an awful lot of stress just all the time. 
And I even at one point this week, I was like, oh my gosh, my chest is hurting. I'm sure I have the virus. And then I meditated and recognized that it was my anxiety, just creating this huge pressure in my chest, making me feel like maybe I was sick and yet it was just stress. So there is, there's lots to worry about. Today I wanted to share what's happening for me because I think we tend to believe that everybody else has it all figured out, that they're managing perfectly, and yet inside we're in turmoil. And I just want to validate and normalize that whatever you're feeling, whatever you're experiencing, whatever is happening for you right now, it's okay. Like this is a scary time. It's hard to feel safe in the world because that virus is out there lurking and it can create a very hypervigilant, so constantly on guard all the time. So I just want to normalize that. I just want you to know that you're not alone. So I'm going to share some of what's happening for me and then offer a guided meditation. And I hope you find that helpful. I have been trying to think about others with compassion and remembering that we're all struggling with this at on different levels. So if you're sick, my heart is with you. And I hope that you are doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and getting the help that you need. But I'm also trying to be compassionate towards the people in our community and elsewhere in the U.S. that are choosing to ignore the guidelines here in Annapolis before uh, the bars and restaurants were limited to sort of takeout service only, or the restaurants were limited to takeout services and the services and the bars were closed. There were a lot of people acting as if this was like spring break and a time to celebrate. And so gathering in large groups and bars and at home and having parties. And there was a lot of shaming going on in our um, Facebook community groups, as well as just talking to people in the neighborhood, but trying to see those people with compassion as well. Because avoidance is a very common coping strategy, right? If I don't think about this, if I choose to ignore or avoid or distance myself from the craziness, the distress, the, the uncomfortableness, then that's helping me survive. I do it around other things, not the virus, but I do it around difficult feelings sometimes. You know, I find that I'll have a drink to help me with my stress or I'll go for a run just so I don't have to think about all the things that are going on in my head. But we do this, this I'll think about it later, alcohol, drugs, exercise, food, gambling, we all do it. So trying to have some compassion for those who are relying on avoidance to manage their fear and discomfort around the virus. 
it's challenging for me. So I know it can be a challenging thing to do, but especially because they might be putting others at risk. But getting angry won't stop them from doing what they're doing. But I'm trying to show some compassion, feel some compassion, some empathy for where they are in this difficult time. I'm also trying to be prepared, but not over anxious. And that's really hard for me. My anxiety kicks in when things feel like they're out of control. When I feel like I'm being forced to make choices that I don't really have a choice in. That can be very, very hard for me. My trauma memories are surfacing. Those times in my life when I didn't have a choice, when I was told changes had to be made and they were presented as if this was the best decision for me when it wasn't what I wanted. Feelings of helplessness, feelings of stuckness. There was a day, it was beautiful out. The sun was shining, I think it was this past weekend. And the idea of getting up from the couch and going out for a walk in the world almost felt impossible. There was a part of me that just wanted to stay stuck, wanted me to stay where I was because that felt safer. I did end up going for a walk and it made me feel so much better. So movement can help. If you're feeling emotionally stuck, just getting your body to move can help you feel less stuck and more in control. And at the beginning of when uh, the coronavirus was really the, the warnings and the seriousness of it here in the U.S. was more present and there was more awareness around it, I was sure that I was sick, that every little sniffle and cough and sore throat was evidence that I was a carrier, that I was sick, that I was going to get my husband sick, who was high risk. And that caused me so much distress. And I'm not sick. I have allergies that are just kicking my butt right now, but I don't have the virus as of right now. So being mindful around that, that there is a part of me that is scared, really, really, really scared about what it would mean to be sick, not just for me, but for the people in my life that I love. And I'm worried about my children. My kids are adults. They are being extremely responsible. And I am so, so proud of all of them for taking the threat seriously and doing their part in the physical distancing. But I'm worried for them. There's a part of me, my mom part is out in full force. I want them home. I want to take care of them. I want them to be safe. And yet I have to trust that they're adults and they're doing what they need to do to keep themselves safe. And that they probably wouldn't be very happy living in our tiny little house all together with all of us on top of each other, that things are probably best the way they are. 
how can we remain grounded and present in this moment? Because it's so, of course, we're, we're worried and stressed and anxious. And of course, everyone is feeling it, even your therapist. I can tell you, even they're feeling it. But how do we slow things down? How do we acknowledge the fear and not get sucked into it? How do we give ourselves that space to rest and hopefully continue to work if we're working from home? But if you've lost your job, how do you take care of yourself in this time of uncertainty? Well, having compassion, self-compassion for where you are if you're struggling, whether it's job loss or you're sick or you're just incredibly stressed out about the world right now. Having some compassion for yourself where you are right now. Because it is hard. Really, really hard. This is unprecedented for us here in the U.S. especially, but all over the world to have the world at one time being impacted by a virus This has not happened before. I keep reminding myself that even though this almost feels surreal and like a bad sci-fi movie, this is happening. There are people struggling and people dying. So I'm asking you, are there areas in your life that you can bring some creativity, some light, some joy, some grounding? And it doesn't have to be complicated or fancy. Digging weeds out of your garden or planting flowers if you have them to plant. Taking a walk wherever you are. Just being able to be outside, noticing the sights and sounds, and if you can get into nature, just be near a tree, smell the scents of spring that hopefully are coming to your part of the world or whatever season it is, wherever you are. Artwork, free form artwork. Not having a prescribed idea of what you want to create, just creating. Doing puzzles, playing games, listening to music or playing music, dancing and movement. All so important in this difficult time to bring that creativity to help our neurological system find a place of grounding and calm even if it's just for a few moments. And I found it really helpful in finding new ways to connect. Right now, I am seeing all of my clients online, but I'm also connecting with family and friends through Skype and FaceTime and social connection apps, Zoom meetings, phone calls. And I've been journaling a lot. 
just trying to identify and feel the feelings I'm feeling, but also have a place to store them in this, in this difficult time. I find my meditation practice has been a true gift to take the time to sit and be with myself each day has really helped me feel more stable, emotionally grounded, and at ease, even in the distress. So I'd like to offer a loving kindness meditation that we can do together, but it's something that you can practice on your own as well when you're feeling overwhelmed or angry or whatever you're feeling. So take a moment, sitting comfortably on a chair or a cushion or laying on the floor, wherever is most comfortable for you. And really feeling the contact points of your body and the surface where it's resting. So it may be your feet on the floor or your bottom on the cushion or chair. And sitting upright and yet relaxed. And if it feels comfortable, closing your eyes or gazing softly at the floor or a point in front of you. And taking a moment to give yourself permission to be here, right here, right now, for this meditation. Let's begin by taking a slow, deep breath in. Filling the lungs and the chest and the belly. And exhaling out slowly. Releasing some of the tension you might be feeling in your body. And if it feels comfortable, placing a hand on your heart. and offering these words to yourself. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be happy. And may I live my life with ease. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be happy, and may I live my life with ease. May I be safe, may I be peaceful, may I be happy, and live my life with ease.
And now bring to mind someone that you know and love and care deeply about. And if you can, really imagine seeing their face and looking into their eyes and saying to them, may you be safe, may you be peaceful, may you be happy, and may you live your life with ease. May you be safe, may you be peaceful, may you be happy, and live your life with ease. And now I'd like you to picture someone that you encounter in your daily life that you don't know very well. And maybe it's just the person you cross paths with on your walks lately, or a person who works in a store that you go to frequently, or occasionally somebody that works at the post office, whatever it is, someone that you don't know very well. Picturing their face and saying to them, may you be safe, may you be peaceful, may you be happy, and may you live your life with ease. May you be safe, may you be peaceful, may you be happy, and may you live your life with ease. And now picturing someone that you know who is struggling, who's really having a hard time, who maybe isn't doing so well. and offering these same words. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. May you be happy. And may you live your life with ease. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. May you be happy and live your life with ease. And now bringing to mind your community where you live And thinking about all the people in your community 
as a whole and offering those words. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. May you be happy and live your life with ease. May you all be safe. May you all be peaceful. May you all be happy. And may you all live your lives with ease. And now, thinking about the world, our whole world. As a community, that we're all in this together and that this is hard for everyone. And sending this message out to the world. May we all be safe. May we all be peaceful. May we all be happy. And may we all live our lives with ease. May we all be safe. May we all be peaceful. May we all be happy and live our lives with ease. May we all be safe. May we all be peaceful. May we all be happy. And may we all live our lives with ease. And now taking a moment to take a slow, long, deep breath in. And exhaling out slowly. bringing some movement into your feet and your hands and your body, stretching if you need to, moving in a way that feels comfortable to you, and opening your eyes when you're ready. For me, loving-kindness meditations really helps me stay connected to the world, to my community, to the people in my world that maybe are struggling along with me. It helps me feel a sense of belonging in the struggle. 
So I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that if those words didn't resonate with you, you can find words that feel more appropriate to where you are in this moment and offering that to your community, to yourself, to the world. So we're in this together. This is a hard time. You know, we're all struggling and I I am with you there in the struggle. And I hope that you're taking care of yourself and whatever that means for you. So going forward in this week, finding some compassion and empathy for all of us out there all over the world who are at different stages of this virus and finding ways to cope in this new world where we're finding ourselves. With all the love and compassion from me to you, ciao for now from this woman warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com. Thank you.